0: Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan.
1: Great things. Uh, <laughs> Joe's a little wound up today. Are you okay? I'm loaded for bear, why, are you, why are you particularly grumpy
2: today? I'm, I'm not grumpy, I'm just excited my microphone on? Hello, hello. Tom. See, one, two, three. I didn't think so. I knew you were being passive-aggressive passive over right. there. I got you. You are. You know, you really need to look that up in the dictionary. There are pictures there.
1: All right. And anyway, Rob Senter is a fabulous producer. On the mark is sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at Sunbury Talk Motors about people with patience. <laughs> dot com. Oh, you're <laughs> doing the... Oh, you're going to do yeah. the President Trump mode. No, no. I'm talking about the good folks at Sunbury Motors. They're very patient with us. Interrupting. <laughs> uh, our toll-free line is... Open. Oh, don't let me stop you. I estimated yesterday that the president interrupted 70 times. Somebody said it was actually about twice that. But anyway, somebody who counted. I don't know who would do that. But anyway,
2: our toll-free line now open. same guy who counts the 20,000 supposed lies. All <laughs> right. Well... Somebody did. Oh, AP, did I
1: send you AP fact checking on Joe Biden and the president? I have the New York Times fact
2: checking on uh, Joe okay. Biden. Uh, okay. I wonder whether the people on the left will love them as much today when after they fact checked Joe's lies. Uh, okay, did he say some things that weren't true? Oh, yes, I'll be happy to tell you after
1: you set the show. All right, on the mark, toll free line open. Call us 1 800 795 9565. That's 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at on the mark at com. and you you are welcome to text us at 70236. Uh, we do have a text uh, pending, so we'll uh, read that on the radio. And we invite anybody who wishes to send us a text message to do so. You just send it uh, to 70236. If you have not yet uh, signed up for the Text Connect system, you can do so at wdkok.com. Go ahead and read this text. Let's get that's a good conversation started. Well, I've got an even better one over
2: here. But this I, one is says, "I don't think Trump was Asking the questions last night, so Biden had no reason to answer him. But let's talk about some of Biden's answers, where he pointed out in the New York Times this is a New York Times fact check, and it says Mr. Biden did exaggerate and mislead in some of his answers. He said that quote We left him a booming economy, and he caused the recession. In fact, the New York Times says the economy was not booming in the final year of Mr. Biden's time as vice president, and Mr. Trump did not cause the pandemic uh, recession. The former vice president, who was known for gaffes, also got some facts wrong. He said that we have a higher deficit with China now than we ever did before, even though President Trump has brought the trade deficit with China down sharply.
1: Okay, so President Trump—that was a uh, well, not a misstatement. That was an untrue statement. Do you think he's deliberately exaggerating, or did he misspeak? I mean, the
2: president said. Well, he I mean, the president did some things too. You know, the president uh, walked. Well, he didn't walk it back. But the uh, Proud Boys thing—he he said he wasn't really aware of who they were, and he has many times condemned white supremacy. And violence associated with it. Who? Biden. And he just last week, or this week, declared the KKK a a terrorist organization. Okay. The president. Why didn't Obama do that? Uh, I don't know. You <laughs> okay. got him there, baby. Boy,
1: Mr. <laughs> Obama was in the wrong. Guess what, everybody? We finally nailed him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that feels good, doesn't it? All right. President Trump said, uh, comparing his record on fixing the Department of Veteran Affairs to when B- Biden was vice president, quote, a fixing of the VA, which was a mess under them. Uh, 308,000 people died because they didn't have proper health care. What a mess. The facts, uh, according to AP, President Trump's claim of 308,000 deaths of veterans while they were seeking VA care under Biden's watch is unsupported. An inspector general examined claims of delayed care at the 2014 VA scandal, which several VA hospitals were found to have covered up, extended waiting times for veterans seeking appointments. The audit found that over 300,000 veterans with pending applications for VA health care were likely deceased, but it made it clear that the data limitations prevent them from blaming that on delays. The VA care or anything else? Wiggle words, wiggle words. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? Yep. Okay. Well, anyway, AP goes on. I They're guess. not
2: saying he was wrong. They're just saying that they can't substantiate. Well, I guess uh, both the president and Biden really uh, played fast
1: and loose with the facts.
2: Well, I mean, if the president's responsible night. for 206,000 people who died, every single one who died from the uh, China virus, he's responsible for them. Then Biden's responsible for the 370,000 people who died waiting for treatment at VA hospitals. All right.
1: Uh, president Trump says, "Well, we're going to." Deliver a vaccine right away. We have the military all set up. Logistically, they are all set. Facts, says AP, that's not true. Oh, yeah The Pentagon says in a statement the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is responsible for executing and planning vaccines. The military is not involved. Uh, let's see but the president could test. assign the
2: military that task in order to help get people the vaccine fast and in record time really yeah but,
1: well yeah they no, call it
2: the National Guard he could nationalize the National Guards always doing stuff like that
1: yeah the AP goes on to say the the military could become involved but they have not been asked to be yet nor well, how
2: have do they, they know do they know what the president has asked
1: uh, I guess these top generals claim that they know what's going on with the military but you're right <laughs> the president is if the president says they're going to be involved guess what they're involved. <laughs> They're going to be involved. Uh, Joe Biden said there was a peaceful protest in front of the White House. What did he do? He came out of his bunker and he hit them with tear gas. And the fact is, of course, as we've talked about on the show several times, there was no tear gas used that day. Um, let's see. President Trump. Uh, they, they they elaborate on these answers and give a gazillion uh Supporting
2: information for well, AP. mostly both answers were couched in semi-truths and the way they look at it. I mean, you could look at one set of facts and draw a conclusion. I could look at the same set and draw another conclusion.
1: Uh, Joe Biden says President Trump will be the first president in American history to lose jobs during his presidency. AP actually puts a smiley face in there and says, no, not quite. If President Trump loses re-election, he would not be the first president to have lost jobs. That happened under Herbert Hoover, the president who lost the 1932 election. Election to Franklin Roosevelt as the Great Depression caused massive job losses, and they go
2: on. Well, to say, Joe doesn't know about that. His working-class neighborhood in Scranton, they never were touched never by talked that, about Never talked about the depression. By the uh, depression. depression.
1: Uh, let's see. Yeah, Joe yeah. Biden says on the U.S. Supreme Court nominee. Uh, Joe Biden said she thinks that the Affordable Care Act is not constitutional. AP said, "Oh, this is." And this one, three-word answer from the AP. That's not right.
2: <laughs> okay, so is well, Isn't that funny? Sometimes her, they her go on opposing the,
1: uh, her, opposing um, affordable care. Affordable Act. care Act. Yeah, apparently, she expressed opinion about something somewhere, but uh, doesn't specifically oppose it. So who knows? Okay, but anyway.
2: So now you know some more nonsense, as my father would say. Well, you know, it's it's very interesting that everybody's trying to portray her. That I, I don't think right now, after what they did to Amy Coney Barrett in the her first hearing, where Diane Diane Feinstein said the dogma lives loudly within you, and they made her religion a big deal, I don't think the Democrats are really going to be well-served by doing that again. There was a wonderful editorial in the New York Times, or Wall Street Journal today, and the, the headline is, Amy Coney Barrett and Joe Biden, Two Catholics, One Double Standard. And um, it says, Will Joe Biden be asked to repudiate the ugly attacks on Amy Coney Barrett's faith? For this election, Democrats have pulled out all the stops to let Americans know what a swell Catholic Joe Biden is. The party's larger message, both timely and welcome, is that it's okay to be a person of faith. The test is whether the same courtesy applies to Mr. Biden's fellow Catholic, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Even before President Trump formally nominated her for the Supreme Court on Saturday, the uh, columnists started circulating. The faith community her family belongs to is a Christo-fascist cult. She and her husband are white colonizers for adopting two children from Haiti. Her Catholicism makes her, in the words of Bill Maurer, Maurer a blanking nut, and so on which suggests that the first question Mr. Biden should have been asked in Tuesday night's debate with Mr. Trump is whether the former vice president will unequivocally repudiate the attacks on Judge Barrett's faith. And let's make it clear they have no home in the Democratic Party. You know, And let's start by acknowledging that the Biden campaign has thus far been striking for its embrace of traditional religious imagery and language. In his televised convention appearance, Senator Chris Coons praised the influence of Mr. Biden's Catholicism on his public life and career. People, Joe believes, are made in the image of God, said the Senator. Joe learned from his parents and the nuns right here in Delaware who taught him and inspired him in a passion for justice. Likewise, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said, Joe Biden's faith in God gives him the strength to lead. Michelle Obama called him a profoundly decent man, guided by faith. And just so, this is again it's from the Wall Street Journal editorial. Just so New no York one missed the point. No, Wall Street Journal. No, it's New York Times. No, it's Wall Street Journal. It says right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sent that earlier to me, and it said NYT. It no, that, that was that was this, okay. I thought. Sorry. Anyway, uh, the point, the convention Another opened. Another misstatement. <laughs> Call the me conven- President Trump. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, President Trump. The uh, convention opened with an invocation by a Latino evangelistic, uh, evangelical pastor enclosed with benedictions from a Catholic nun, a Jesuit priest, a rabbi, and an imam. So, in other words, if all this wonderful faith is good for Joe Biden, why isn't it good for Amy Coney Barrett?
1: Well, you know, and I think it's hypocritical of the the Wall Street Journal to do that, because here they're saying, okay, Joe has a faith, and he knows how people of a certain faith should behave, and how other people should react to him. But he's not doing that. So the Wall Street Journal says, "Okay, we know how people should react and how other people's faith should be, but they're not doing anything about that. They don't advocate for faith throughout this." I just just think it's uh, it's a double standard that the Wall Street Journal is displaying by talking by saying that if you have a faith, this is how you have to behave, as they call out people who aren't behaving in the manner that they feel No, that feel is really wasn't the point.
2: The point was that the, the Demo- you missed the point, I think. No, I think I get the point. Well, the Thank point you. was that, you know, Joe Joe Biden's Catholicism is a wonderful thing. It let it led him to be a great leader, all these wonderful quotes about it, and yet, Amy Coney Barrett, well, she's a nut. Right. But my
1: point is that they, they're If you have, like you are a Catholic, but it is not specifically your job to stand up for other Catholics, nor to repudiate other people on a daily basis. You know, you're not supposed to put on your mayor's hat and go up to the microphone whenever you can and say, somebody criticized Shemokin Dam yesterday, I must respond. Well, you know, it's not the vice Mm. president's job to be the clearinghouse for all information about Catholicism in the U.S.,
2: well, I don't think it is his job to be a clearinghouse for all information. Thank you. But I think he— I rest my case. I would think that he would be sensitive to the fact that you can be a Catholic, and you no, cannot let your influence—you not let that influence the decisions you would make with respect to the office you hold. He'd be the most sensitive man in the world. All right, upper right-hand corner, and then our good caller. All right, uh, this is from Bob. It says, wow, after the debate, wouldn't it be nice if one of the major networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, or CNN, had a town hall— And invited the other presidential candidates to give their ideas and views. Nah, that's not going to happen, because they're all in bed with either the Dems or the R's, and to give Americans an option would mean that they might take away votes from their guy, and they call themselves news organizations. And there was a very interesting story in the paper this morning, I think one of the papers I read, that the uh, lady who was the candidate in the uh, Libertarian Party, Mm -hmm. uh, she held an event in Indianapolis, isn't that where the debate was? I'm trying to remember. No, Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, okay. She held an event in Cleveland. Uh, They made her go inside. She was going to have an outdoor event, but they told her to go inside. And she had a a meeting where some of the press came in and could sit down and question her about her views and the views of her party without yelling or screaming. I thought, well, gee, there was a civilized approach to this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and guess what? She got no coverage. Very little. Well, just that. Just that one story. I happen to see buried next to the girdle ads. Well, and I think, <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you spend take a long, hard look at those? <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. One of our good listeners calls me out on a text machine and says, Mark, you just did four Biden fact checks, but only one of Trump. Let's hear the Trump fact checks. Uh, I did try to download that file, but the file's too big. It has has hundreds of thousands of uh, misstatements on it. So, so I,
2: twenty thousand, as a matter of fact, everyone's lies. Well, that's just uh, this year, but this all <laughs> that data. My phone. Oh, it's twenty thousand lies in one year. Well, man, he's really picked up the pace. Right. So. Um, okay.
1: Sorry. I, yeah, I can Suffice to say that almost everything the president says is only marginally true, or is just his opinion and can't be factually proven. <laughs> And the same could be said of Joe Biden. <laughs> no argument there. All right, Joseph, you're on the mark. Thank you for waiting. Go right ahead.
3: Yes. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, yeah, I wanted to comment on Judge Amy. Uh, her, And you were talking about this, about Joe Biden, that his faith would not uh, influence his decisions. Well, if you're to ask any serious Christian what comes first, what are their priorities, here's what they'll basically say to you. God, family, uh, government, country. Right? Okay. That's, that's normally the answer you'll get. And that's a, the that's a correct answer. Because your first responsibility belongs to your Creator, and the second to your family, and then the third to where you live, and what country you live. Now, <clears throat> uh, how could anyone, I could not, as a, faith, a person of faith, uh, make a decision, a ruling, uh, that that you can kill unborn babies, I would have to disannul uh, uh, that that ruling if I were uh, Supreme Court Justice, and if I were a serious believer. So no one can be a serious believer in the Almighty and discredit His word by going against His word, though your country and government says that's okay to do that. Okay. Now uh, I want to address one other question—or uh, not question—but. I called in a couple weeks ago, and I said something about, I forget what it was, abortion different thing and then Than called in. I know Than's listening, so Than, if you're listening, (laughs) you said, that I've read the Bible, I've read the Bible, and I don't see anywhere where it says in there that Joseph is going to judge. Well, Than, I want you to read it again. Now get your pencil out, Than, and write this (laughs) down, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1, 2, and 3. It says
1: this. Here we go. Do you
3: not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world should be judged of you, are you uh, unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that you shall judge angels? So we're being groomed now to judge the world during the millennial and to judge angels of terrible responsibility. Okay, and our judgment cannot be a personal judgment r- ruled by what we see or feel. It has to be based upon the Word, of the Almighty. All and right, so Joseph, hand, Joseph, uh, Joseph. I'd like you to write this down too. First
2: Corinthians. Nope, nope, chapter no, no, no. Two. no we're not done. writing, a, we're we're not writing can't write that things down. But listen. Well,
3: anyhow, <laughs> it says that He is spiritual, judges all things, that we have the mind of Messiah. So, if you have received the spirit of right. of, of the Savior, <laughs> so we're not specifically so the judge. So, my judgments when I say against abortion, that's not my judgment. That's the word of Yahweh. I'm, you know. <laughs> not all right let's John, stop
1: you there for just for a second he's on hold. Um, basically what you're saying is that uh, people aren't supposed to, aren't the judge, but we're supposed to what sort of call people out if we see something that we know uh, is wrong. Is that a quick summary of what you're saying?
3: If I see you, I see you committing adultery or stealing something, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, bring the word upon you thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery. That's not okay. my writings. I didn't write that
1: book. <laughs> okay. Well, All right. We got you, Joseph. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, thou shalt not judge. We got
2: it. Everybody's interpretation of that book varies from place to place and time to time, and that's why there's so many different religious organizations out there. I think so, I put Stan on the air. Stan, Good morning, you're sir. on the mark, buddy.
4: <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, hey, Mark, uh, you were saying that uh, Biden, being a Catholic, doesn't have to defend or... or uh, tell other people in the Democrat Party that's attacking uh, Ms. Barrett about her religion that it's not his job to do that because he's Catholic. Did I did I understand that correctly? Well,
1: I just don't think he's in charge of fact-checking all of the Democrats everywhere or all of the people criticizing her. I mean, he's got plenty to do without fo- just focusing on getting his message out.
4: Okay, now, the other night, Tuesday night, at the debate... Joe Biden told us all that he is the Democrat Party. Correct?
2: Right, so just as the President he is well, he's, in charge the, of pre- the
4: Democrat Party, so it's his job to keep
2: the Democrats in line. Well the Correct? president the president said not according to Ms. Harris.
1: She's in charge. That's true. I'm just saying that right now Joe Biden and his Democratic Party are focusing on, or he is anyway, focusing on getting his message out, you know, making sure that there's this sharp contrast between he and President Donald Trump and making sure that he gets an opportunity whenever there's an open mic to talk about the good things he'd want to do if he's elected. He is not in charge of specifically going back saying, okay, who said what about uh, Amy Coney Barrett? What is the impact of that? Okay, now i have to issue the correction for them or the review okay but suppose or whatever some, it is.
2: suppose somebody come out and, and slammed islam as they have done in the past joe biden and all these other people are very quick to say oh that's terrible that's wrong we can't we can't offend islam why can't he stand up for other catholics i think he has the option too to do so i'm just saying it's not his job
1: but, job. But,
2: but go ahead go ahead stan yeah, go we're ahead, listening stan.
4: <laughs> but he tells us he's the democrat party in charge remember the buck stops at the top. Ain't that what we've been told for the past four years?
1: All right, the so we'll stipulate that top. this is. A, all right, we'll stipulate then that this is a missed opportunity. <laughs> he Certainly could do so. It's not his job, but it was. A mar- would be a marvelous opportunity. He does get the open mic on a, almost all the time. He spent yesterday apparently all day uh, on a train, and then of course stopping for appearances. But those were only about forty minutes apiece at various towns. But the rest of the time, he uh, AP says he was in a comfort car on the train talking to reporters at which time he received no difficult
2: questions <laughs> well I believe well, tough to be he, he got pattern that for him. that tough question, now, what keeps you up at night Mr. Vice President I've <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: gotten it running,
2: yeah, I was just going to say, I was just gonna say <laughs> that running back and forth
1: to the bathroom <laughs> well uh, that's true he's right. of that age all right, Anyway. <laughs> alright Stan we'll give you the last word go ahead
4: well, you know, all I want to know is where's Hunter and when's the hammer going to be dropped on him like it would have been a Don Jr. or Eric Trump if they had done this what Hunter has done.
1: Right. Of course, you, when, yeah. when President Trump was campaigning, all of the Trump kids were on the campaign trail. They made appearances. They previewed what the president would say at campaign appearances, but... Well, Hunter, suppose right?
2: suppose one of the president's kid had gotten a 3.5 million dollar check from the wife of the former mayor of Moscow.
1: Oh my gosh, the world would be
2: apoplectic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank Donald you, Trump Stan.
4: Would have been impeached for it. That's what. There How well, there it?
2: certainly would have been frothing at the mouth. <laughs>
1: I think he was. Yeah. Okay. All right, thank you so much Stan. Appreciate the thank. call. Uh we got a caller standing by, but we'll take more commerce as we get close to the top of the hour. We got emails uh, uh, pending. You can join that list at on the market, No text. If this is exactly moment, but uh, Stan just has to get his phone back turned around, and uh, the 70236, or you can call us at one 800 Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We have a caller standing by, and then it looks like we're pretty close to CBS News. Uh, Ron, thank you for calling in, and thank you for being patient. You are now on the mark.
6: Hey, good morning. Thanks for a chance to comment. Um, I wanted to comment on the debate and um, maybe a way they can do it better in the future here with some changes. But I I didn't like Biden's policies. I didn't like his policies to um, increase taxes and... To um, have the government people go to work and help us make all of our homes environmentally friendly and stuff. I think that should be a choice of the people. And I think we need lower taxes. Um, I thought the debate was too rude. I thought Trump actually helped Biden from the standpoint that in the Democratic debates, the longer biden talked the more um he was likely to stumble and not keep a good train of thought and i thought when trump interrupted him it actually helped biden my my hope is that for the next debate and i know it's a town uh town hall format that when your time is up your microphone turns off because i think that we need to hear the policies from these guys not all the rudeness and and those are my comments
2: well, they're good comments and what i agree the, with you completely
1: what about okay so your microphone will- turn off, but you've been interrupted. Like if President Trump is speaking, talking about what he hopes to do with health care, finally, when he reveals the plan, that incidentally he lied and said he's already revealed. But anyway.
2: Oh, really? Boy, that's a mother- I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, no,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a misstatement. But anyway, so, but Joe Biden interrupts him 26 times during that, uh, what, two-minute stretch. Should Trump's mic turn off because the time is up?
6: My, my opinion is that if it's your turn to speak, your mic is on, and if the other guy's trying to interrupt with his microphone off, he can't. Or at least American people can't hear that he can. I just think that it's important for all of us to hear the actual issues right from the horse's mouth and not all of this uh, rudeness anymore.
2: I think the best suggestion I heard, and I really like it, and I think they should do it, and it's, uh, I guess it was facetious, but I think it's serious, they should give each one of them a dog collar with a shock feature, that, you, you know. Oh, and then the minute one of them opens their mouth when it's not their turn, the the moderator can zap them.
6: Yeah. Uh, rumor <laughs> is it's keeping Biden awake on the comfort car of the train.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Comfort car makes oh, it sound like he spent the whole time gosh. in a restroom somewhere, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's a weird word. Yeah. AM, I wonder why they use it because Amtrak doesn't use that
2: word. So why is. Uh well, during World War II, the know, Japanese referred wording. to Korean women as comfort women. You know, Ew, make it, the word "comfort" has a rather unusual connotation in some some regards. I think
6: um, Amtrak has a car they call the quiet car, and sometimes they call it the comfort car. It means that you know, you're you're everyone's supposed to be quiet, and not use cell phones and stuff like that. I really think they're trying to shelter Biden uh, instead of mixing him up with the people <laughs> and taking tough questions. All right,
2: sounds yeah. super. Thank you so um, much. He had a tough question. Someone asked him what day it was. He's thinking about it. <laughs> He's thinking about it. He's got his calendar. He's got his phone out.
1: All right. We're going to continue this discussion. We have some excerpts of the remarks of each candidate uh, last night uh, coming up. Plus, uh, we're going to have some local headlines shortly. This is OK Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is always directly opposed to me. Rob Center is our fabulous producer. More fabulosity he could never display, so we appreciate that, his help and hard work on the is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check him out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at www.kok.com and text us at 7- 0236. A few blocks of Market Street in Sunbury will be closed for two hours tonight during a flood control exercise. It's the annual opportunity to practice closing the Market Street Route 61 closure structure in the flood levy system. Sunbury Municipal Authority says they'll be closed from 6 to 8 p.m. tonight. You can see a picture of that closure structure at WKOK.com. City of Sunbury will have a city administrator, if all goes well, next year.
7: Sunbury Mayor Kirk Karlovich tells us, City Council voted unanimously Monday to keep the administrator's position next year. Karlovich says Jody Ocker's contract will not be renewed, which expires in January. The mayor says he's not commenting further on personnel matters. Ocker announced at a recent council meeting she was not keeping the position after her contract expired. In a statement read to council recently, Ocker cited her main reason was a, quote, lack of commitment from council to implement her position as stated in the employment agreement and contract. Acker says part of the job description noted the city administrator was to, quote, direct and supervise administration of all city departments except for the police after the first six months. But city department heads didn't always follow through. Karlovich says council updated the position's job description during Monday's meeting, which Acker says going forward, a department head's decision could only be overturned by public vote of the council if requested by the administrator. Ocker says she's glad the discussion about the future of the position was held in public, but quote, we'll see how it's executed. Back at Trillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK.
1: Seven new Valley COVID 19 deaths have been reported in their daily update Wednesday. State Department of Health confirmed six new Northumberland County deaths, all of whom were residents of long term care facilities. One more death reported in Snyder County, that person a resident of a long term care facility. At Valley Hospitals, Geisinger now has two dozen COVID 19 patients, two of whom are on ventilators. At Danville, Geisinger-Shamokin has 11 in Evangelical Community Hospital. Six patients. Joe Biden was in Greensburg, Pittsburgh, and Latrobe yesterday saying that he's trying desperately to get his message out even though he had to face a bully Tuesday night.
5: I've dealt with
8: guys like Trump my whole life. The guys who might let you park the cars at their country club pick up a few bucks but even if you had the money wouldn't let you join that country club because of your religion or because of your background.
1: Those are key areas to pick up. Uh, He says he wants to pick up votes in western Pennsylvania if he's going to uh, win the election. President Donald Trump's campaign is talking about Pennsylvania. They're threatening to sue to gain access uh, for campaign officials to observe activity inside some of the new election satellite offices in Philadelphia where people can register to vote. They can apply for mail-in ballots and fill them out. A letter sent by a Trump campaign lawyer insisted the campaign has a legal right to observe the voting process in full, even if it means being present in election offices at any time. It vowed to sue by 5 p.m. yesterday. No indication yet if they were able to do so. Election officials say uh, there's no right in Pennsylvania law for a staffer from a campaign to be present in election offices in Pennsylvania at all times. They are permitted to put certified poll watchers at the polls on November 3rd. Drought Watch now extends To all of our areas, Snyder Union or Thumbelin Montour now in the drought watch, to reduce your water consumption 5 to 10 percent if uh, you uh, wish to stay in compliance with DEP's uh, recommendation. And finally, the Presidential Debate Commission says there will be changes to the format for the next debate between President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. I feel certain, though, it won't be the shock caller. But anyway, the commission didn't say precisely what they have in mind yet, uh, but says last uh, Tuesday night's verbal slugfest made it clear that additional structure must be added. Uh, The debate had all the decorum of a pro wrestling match, they said, (laughs) except for the chairs thrown. Uh, The next presidential debate is a town hall, October 15th. So that's next Thursday night, and that will be in Miami. Uh, This AP story doesn't say who's moderating. Do you know who
2: it is? I I thought it was somebody from NPR. Yeah, I think you're right. Right. I, NPR or um, oh, what's that channel that does all the government news? Um, C-SPAN. Oh, C-SPAN, yeah, I got you. Somebody okay. from NPR C-SPAN. All right. Uh, you have something you wish to read out loud? I well, have two a, emails, emails if you want me to read them. One, yep. uh, one says, gee, if they didn't have Hunter Biden to constantly bring up to Joe Biden, what would the real issues mentioned be? Never mind the fact that darling Ivanka Trump is ranking in millions in trademarks and cash for her personal businesses via government contracts, nor any mention of any of the other Trump brats and the benefits afforded their personal bank accounts, using Daddy's position to gain personal wealth, I guess because it's Trump or his kids, it's all okay. The implication being that two wrongs make a right. Is that it? So we should ignore Hunter Biden because we think Donald Trump's kids are bad. Okay, it's not the two wrongs make a right. It just means you're a credit you're a hypocrite when you say, "Oh my gosh, Hunter Biden uh,
1: enriched himself me, on his father's but name." But people
2: have been bringing up the, the Trump kids since the beginning. They even attacked poor Barron, who I think has absolutely nothing to do what? with it. What's he doing? N- well, nothing. He's just being a kid trying to grow up normally. And then another email <laughs> says, <laughs> <a good> <laughs> "Yeah, you find that funny, do you?" Well, I don't know. Normally they let they that let Barack family. Obama's kids alone as well. They they should have. Children of the president should be entirely off limits. Younger children. Right. No argument there. The older ones, if they're getting themselves How into trouble. How often is Barron brought up? I haven't heard anything about him in years. Well, you, you're you not listening to the left-wing media. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you're I... You're not watching the late-night shows. I should pay attention to more Fox, right? Get some funnels installed. No, you should, you should start watching some of the uh, obnoxious late-night alleged comedians. And who they pick on Barron all the time. Sometimes. And then, uh, what do you two think of the recent hot mic audio? Governor Wolf and Representative of all making light of their mask wearing during pressers wolf claims out of context he chuckled along with her how could that be taken out of context <laughs> didn't hear that what was it i have not have heard nothing about that
1: okay. wasn't in pen live today
2: oh well, of course not it's left wing <laughs> oh,
1: I, she's picking on the governor, and
2: she's mainstreaming. We can't I'm sorry. do that. We can't pick on anybody. All right, one more, and then we got a caller waiting. All right, Doug says, Everyone is so upset about the debate the other night. It was so terrible. Our president was rude and arrogant. How can we recover as a country? Yet the same week, the news comes out about Hillary Clinton campaign working with a Russian agent to create a false story about Trump and Russia. Yesterday, the Senate questions uh, Comey about this knowledge of this made-up scandal and Clinton and Obama's administration involvement in it, but he can't remember anything about it. But I'm sure a lot of people don't know anything about this because mainstream media hasn't covered it at all. Is it any wonder that Trump appears to be ticked off and in attack mode? They've been attacking him nonstop for three and a half years, and we expect him to just take it and act cordial? No double standard there, right? And he's right. I mean, apparently Comey just couldn't remember anything. Right. It all slipped his mind. And you do know about that? What? What he's talking it about. It was on... That? I, I saw that this morning on one of the few minutes I was watching Fox News. Right, and it was this was on NBC last night, right in the middle of the 6
1: p.m. news. They, they PM ran news. a story
2: about Comey not, yeah, not, not being able to remember anything, but uh, not being able to remember anything.
1: Not specifically with that tone, but uh, yeah, it's strange how you and I both know it, but nobody's covering it all. How could that be? Are we like clairvoyant? We just well, I was watching Fox,
2: up? so um, you know I had my Fox funnels on this morning, and they yeah. did run a story on it. I saw Tucker for a short time last night. Uh, he was you. not talking about that. Isn't that weird?
1: I guess he's not covering it at all. Exclamation point. Well, maybe Hannity did. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, good. That's our Hannity's our savior. He'll he'll <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get us squared. <laughs> not away.
2: mine, thank you. But you, he's welcome to be yours. <laughs> Dan? You're on the mark.
9: Hey, good morning. Why? Yeah, that story. I have say Comey and all that's been. I talked about it three years ago and not a one of you was interested. You thought it was a conspiracy theory. But so much for that. Why well, Amy Barrett's a great choice. It's promises made, promises kept. And I don't ex- I agree with Joseph. We she's her faith is the most important thing as my is the most important thing in my life. You can't separate the two. It's gonna influence your decision. And I know that secularly human humanists think that they you know that our faith doesn't influence us. Well their faith In secular humanism affects their decision. They believe a woman has the right to choose for herself to murder. That's a decision based on humanism. So I agree that Amy Barrett's a great choice and she seems to have the charismatic faith, which is a more Biblical faith, more so than maybe the straight straight line Catholic movement, which is partially biblical and partially Pope. You know, so I think uh, I think Trump made another great choice. It's one of the many reasons that people like me supported Trump, the Supreme Court.
1: Right. You filter out all the lies and, of course, his bombastic behavior, and you focus on actions, just actual tangible. This is the way this was actually in the world yesterday. This is the way it is today, and this is why you support him. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, and the whole election isn't about the men. It's about what they stand for, what President Trump has actually done, and what uh, Joe Biden says he'll try to normalize the U.S. and... uh, Get, well, as know, Joe kinda, Biden got into trouble, everything. got
2: into trouble with people by saying that if you ain't black, if you're voting for Trump, you ain't, you ain't black, and he made it sound like blacks all marched in lockstep. I think people make the same mistake about the Catholic Church. I know Catholics who think this current pope is the Antichrist. You know, I know, right. other, I know other Catholics who think this man is, was sent to us divinely to lead us in the right direction. You know, so to say any one group thinks the same, that's why, how many Protestant sects are there? 130-some? All of them believe they're on the right track. No, we're up to 180 now. 180, okay. And Catholic Church yeah. has different divisions, too. So, you know, I, I to condemn anybody's religion or to say that anybody's going to behave behave a certain way based on their faith, I think you're making a big mistake.
9: Yep. And, uh, you know again trump uh, according to polls if you believe them trump's doubled his black support this time i think they said it was 8 or 9% it jumped up to 18 and i i actually don't believe the polls because i hear tv and radio a lot of black evangelical believers, they support
2: and now, here's another one I don't know whether you saw it this morning but the fellow who heads the the usually successful businessman who heads the black entertainment television network and I can't remember his name he was asked whether he was endorsing Joe Biden he said he wasn't he wasn't going to endorse President Trump but he would said that he <laughs> I guess it's condemning by faint damning by faint praise he said I prefer the devil I know to the devil I don't know and he said he knew that President Trump would make solid business decisions that would get the economy going but he had no idea what Joe Donald or what Joe Biden was going to propose because, and these are his words. Frankly, I've heard nothing coherent from him.
9: Exactly, and you know, even people like I know Mark, you often mention Trump's life, and I don't agree with you that he's a disaster like you want to say. I I think his life is in order pretty much. It might be he had disasters in the past, but I think his life's in order. But in spite of that, if you believe he's a disaster, what he's done for our country is wonderful. What he's brought us back.
1: Okay, we got you, Dan. Thank you. He
9: had prison reform, (laughs) which no Democrat did. In fact, Bill Clinton made it worse. They locked more blacks up. But under President Trump, he's he foresaw the disaster of throwing every little All drug right. dealer or drug—I should
1: say—Dan. Drug Dan, we got to
2: go. We got two jail. other. Dan, we got to go. We got two other callers. You Wait. Guys
3: a have a
9: great,
1: you too.
5: Good Take care. Talking.
1: Take you care. too. All right, we got one open line now 1 800 795 9565.
5: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth.
1: Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, we saw the YouTube clip that one of our good listeners uh, sent us that shows an individual who's going to speak with uh, Governor Wolf. She's on a hot mic uh, saying that she's not going to take her mask off yet. Uh, and she's going to wait till she's on camera because it'll be part of a little bit of political theater being seen with the mask and then taking it off. To would which be the, the governor chuckles
2: agreement. All right. So, uh, so we now know how he really feels. This is all political theater. It isn't really a necessary step. It's political theater.
1: Well, I think, uh, but do you not think that in a manner of speaking the way that our, our leaders behave, like President Trump emphasized Tuesday night so much that he does wear a mask in part, now he's tested all the time, but part of it is so that you, you're you kind of like a
2: thumbnail for the nation to say, okay, this is, there no, are I'm times not, where wearing a mask is appropriate. I'm not blaming Governor Wolf because I think a lot of this in all, both sides is political Theater. Right. When you have news
1: conferences. Well, did you see the uh, Dr. Levine yesterday? She's called, she's summoned a news conference. Uh, you know, we're going to, of course, have the latest on mitigation and the latest numbers, blah, blah, blah. Most of the time, she talked about the Affordable Care Act and how it's yes. necessary and Congress should uh, do the right thing and not during the pandemic, which I thought, well, that is all entirely political. It's not, not her job either. Uh, you know, and I, th- I think it's okay to say a sentence somewhere in a news conference that has regular sub and say, okay, uh, the Affordable Care Act is up to, for discussion in Washington during a pandemic. is not the time to repeal that end of sentence. Well, I think it's because... But then of, she went on and I on think and it's on. because
2: in some respects, the Democrats realize they're not going to be able to attack Amy Coney Barrett on her Catholic faith the way they did the last time when she was up for the appellate court. And so they're going to try and pin it on the fact that she certainly would vote to get rid of Obamacare. And we don't know whether she will. I mean, look at how different uh, both Clarence Thomas and... Uh, Sonia Sotomayor are both Catholics, and they couldn't be more different in their opinions and in the way they vote. You know, nobody is, I don't think any group is a monolith anymore. It's like saying all Lutherans like meatloaf. Now, you told me most do, but some don't.
1: <laughs> right, a few <laughs> don't, and that's why we have vegetable casserole. But uh, the uh, it's like Joseph and I were both Christians, but of course he's uh, more traditional or fundamental or, uh, you know, more closely tied to a lockstep in the Bible, which is certainly his prerogative. That's great. But liberals are a little bit more forward thinking, a little bit more progressive. And so, and this Pope Francis is progressive. Is that a safe way to summarize that? Uh, to many
2: Catholics, he's overly progressive.
1: Overly, okay. So, In some view. Uh, one of the men in the world who knows nearly everything sent us an email saying that next Thursday night in Miami, Steve Scully, a C-SPAN political editor, will be the moderator. Right,
2: that's pretty sure it was from C-SPAN, okay. What did I say? No, you did. I thought oh, earlier. Okay. I thought I said either uh, okay. P- PR, uh national public Radio or c-span. it is c-span.
1: I have a quickie question. Does anybody know how many times people interrupted each other uh, on Tuesday night? How many times did uh, the Chris Wallace have to interrupt uh, the other those two? How many times did President Trump inter interrupt Biden and or Wallace? How many times did Biden interrupt Wallace and or Trump? I'd be curious what those numbers are. I know someone has counted um surprised and, there was no uh, news story on it right and we'll have some audio to play shortly about uh, from yesterday's various news conferences so we got that uh, coming up we'll play that out of the next uh, two breaks uh coming up uh Paul you have been standing by patiently for 11 minutes and 41 seconds you're on the mark now though
10: oh good good to talk to you this morning the other day you uh you guys were uh, uh just speculating about who uh, could be good debaters that you wouldn't have the uh, problems that we had the other night? And I would commend to you that uh, unquestionably it would be the vice the vice president Mike Pence and uh, and Ted Cruz. And uh, when you see, uh, I, I will guarantee you, when you see uh, uh, the vice president Mike Pence uh, debate uh, uh, Mrs. Harris, um, you won't. Uh, you know, uh, he will not be a bully. He will not, uh, you know, he'll he'll uh, control himself uh, and uh, be disciplined. And same way with Ted Cruz, who is a champion debater, and and so forth. As far as I'm concerned, the Senate should be using him as their their spokesman. Mitch McConnell maybe can still run the machinery in the background, but if they were smart, they'd put Ted Cruz out front, and then he would explain why they're doing things according to the Constitution and the laws of the of America and educate people um, and so forth. Uh, but something I want to get back to, they, I have heard people talking about this, and they've went back and looked at the videotape and the transcripts and so forth, and all of this um, bullying and so forth was started by Joe Biden interrupting Donald Trump. And, and they speculate that Donald Trump had went back and looked at Joe Biden's... Um, Performance against Paul Ryan a number of years ago, and how he dominated uh, that debate, interrupted Paul Ryan, bullied Paul Ryan, and uh, came out as the the victor over over Paul Ryan. And so Donald Trump was not going to allow that to happen. Um, and and so that is part of the thinking of some. I don't I don't know. I don't know if the president said anything about it or anything either. Now, the the other thing I would mention is that near the end of the debate, I thought it was very interesting, and I've heard nobody discussing this at all, that when they were discussing whether the president would peacefully uh, uh, leave office uh, if he was defeated and and all of that discussion, uh, the president pointed out that the Democrats' party and the Democratic leaders have never accepted his presidency. There was not a smooth transition. in the beginning, and uh, uh, the president pointed out with this, that Joe Biden himself had been at the July the 5th, 2016 meeting in the Oval Office, where they were continuing to plot against the elected president of the United States. And uh, Sally Yates herself, who was then the acting uh, attorney general, was very surprised at how knowledgeable Uh, because she hadn't previously been in these meetings and informed about all the things uh, going on with the FBI and so forth against Donald Trump and his campaign. She was very surprised at how knowledgeable President Obama was. And Susan Rice felt obligated on the very day of the inauguration that she had to memorialize this uh, January the 5th meeting in a memo before she left her office and uh, in that, she very, um, uh, it was, it's sort of a glaring thing that she stated that President Obama told everybody, you've got to do everything by the book. In other words, that they were carrying out legal things rather than just using their uh, powers for a political purpose. And I think the whole thing is that, that uh, they were using their powers for a political purpose. And that's part of the reason I don't want the Democrats. Uh, back back in there, and then of course uh, the one other thing is is that he brought up to Joe Biden is that at that meeting Joe Biden was there, and he is the one that proposed going after General Flynn with the Logan Act. Now nobody's discussing that, um, uh, nobody's criticizing Joe Biden in that, nobody's asking him anything about it. And poor General Flynn, who was caught in a um, what a secondary charge of not remembering something with the FBI or something. He pleaded guilty to that. Now he's got a better lawyers and they have gone back and showed that the FBI actually worked at entrapping General Flynn and the the, uh, attorney general and they have uh, withdrawn the government's charges and the uh, federal judge down there in in Washington is still pursuing the case as if he's a defendant or uh, as he's prosecuting the case and so forth, and uh, they're trying to get that thrown out, and General Flynn has been ruined and, and so forth, all because this was a plot to overthrow the government of Donald Trump, even though he'd been du- duly elected because the Democrats never accepted him uh, in the first place, and Joe Biden spoke like that the other night, that he was an illegitimate president, he should have never been president, And 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 this is what Donald Trump faced. And so, uh, and the the whole time, of course, Donald Trump has been charged with all this Russian collusion, and we know more than ever that it was Hillary Clinton that paid for uh, Russian misinformation which became part of a whole narrative that all these people, James Comey and
1: all of them, were leaking things to the press. The press was repeating All right, we got you, Paul. It. Paul, we <laughs> yeah, got to stop you. You did a super job recounting all yeah, the uh, the uh, case for President Trump's and, of course, against uh, many others. So thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Nice, again. Nice, pa- you, Paul again, thank you, Nicely done. Uh, upper right-hand corner, we can okay. read part of this. We only have time for part of it, all but right. we'll do as much as we can.
2: Trump says, Joe, Russia, you're not getting that loan. What loan was that? Trump says, Joe, you told the American people you had a good deal for them, and then you sold them all to China. And Trump says, Joe, you can keep your doctor and insurance, and then you rip them away. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, And uh, don't, don't read this part, but pick it up right there. If you ask Alexa, she knows the truth about Robert Hunter Biden. She also knows that Trump's 20,000 lies. She hasn't stopped talking for days. The thing with the black statement for our, from our next president, Joe Biden, is the way Humpty Dumpty buffoon Trump puts colored people under the bus. Vote Trump out and let him get locked up. Save America. Vote Biden. Signed, Bob. All
1: right. 1-800-795-9565. Read this, and then Tom's on the Best radio.
2: line of the night missed by most. Someone did more to assist. Americans in 3.92 years, 47 months, than someone's 47 years. (laughs) I think a lot of people heard that. Yeah, I heard it. Hey, Tom, you're on the mark.
11: Good morning, gentlemen. Mm. Uh, With regard to Judge uh, Barrett, I believe she'll follow uh, the the best rule of all in in her deliberations as a justice, and that is, uh, you render to Caesar that which is Caesar's, and to God that which is God's. Uh, I believe he has the God-given wisdom. Uh, has shown that, and will continue to show that.
1: Okay. Anything else?
11: <laughs> uh, that's about it. Other than you can see the hypocrisy of the left when it comes to uh, her being uh, considered for uh, justice over uh, previous Catholics, uh, Jewish people, anyone. It just it's it's, it's a different a, di- a different way they uh, they feel about people, and uh, will attack uh, the right.
2: Well, the United States Constitution specifically says that your religion has nothing to do with anything that any office you might seek to hold. It can't You can't impose any religious test. And I think that's what the Democrats have been trying to do with uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett here.
11: I wish they could hold them in contempt or something for... Or, I, I don't... When they bring that up, uh, just as uh, who was the California Senator Wein, or Weinstein...
2: Weinstein, yep. yeah.
11: Yeah, it, it almost... It, whether it's a, It certainly is unethical. Uh, she should be censored for it. Uh, uh, jeepers, you would think that the, the judge could uh, have her for violating her rights. Uh, it, it, and even just uh, bringing up that question.
2: Yeah, I, you can't predict how anybody's going to vote on the Supreme Court. I mean, the main thing is you get a qualified candidate. And for I, I go back to Ruth Bader Ginsburg's appointment when the vote was 97 to 3, I believe it was, which means a lot of Republicans, even though she disagreed with them philosophically, thought this woman is qualified and they voted to put her on the court. Correct. Plus, you know. the uh, whole thing was.
1: thank you only took about 40 days or so a very short amount of time yep uh, to uh, select her all right this is a perfect time to take a break all four lines are open we have a couple of uh, uh, emails to read two emails that are left over from yesterday so we'll take those one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five and we got uh, a couple of two three brand new texts so we'll read those on the radio join the list of texts at seven zero two three six you can email us at on the or Call us right now, 1-800-795-9565.
5: I don't know who Proud Boys are, but whoever they are, they have to stand down. Let law enforcement do their work.
1: There you go. So the uh, (laughs) president did tell them to stand down yesterday, even though he stumbled over that precise wording the night before.
2: Well, even in that famous quote about him saying there are good people on both sides, they ignore the fact that 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 he finished that quote by saying, except the Ku Klux Klan and white supremacists, and they should be condemned for their positions i mean those words to those effect you know so they just cherry pick the parts that make the president look bad and then go on from there all right,
1: 1-800-795-9565. Got some open phones. Whatever good our goodest, our goodest, yes, one of our
2: goodest emailers. Delusional emailers. <laughs> He's almost always right. Thank well, not heaven. today, but he says, well, it's clear that Biden won the debate last night by a landslide. That's because Trump wasn't participating in a debate. He was ranting and raving like the demented fool he is. More shocking, he not only refused to condemn white supremacist groups, he actually told the Proud Boys to stand by. How many conservative leaders will publicly express outrage over this? I'm guessing exactly zero. How many of your Trump-loving callers will express outrage over it? Again, I'm guessing exactly zero. Let's be honest. After that performance, anyone who still supports Trump at any level is now also officially a supporter of white supremacism. You might just as well go ahead and take off your red hats and put on your white robes. That is way over the top. <laughs> I'm sorry, E.B., but that's way over the top. Wholly appropriate. Thank you. Nicely done. No, it's we, not. We it's not appropriate. That. The president made it clear, you know, in his explanation. I love it when Joe Biden has to explain himself the day after or clarifies what he meant. That's okay when the president does it. Well, obviously he's lying again. But the president made it clear he didn't know who the Proud Boys were exactly. But he says, stand by and let stand back and let law enforcement do its job. That's not what he meant.
1: That's <laughs> he what he meant, said. Apparently tried to say stand down but that those, I think he probably didn't, mean didn't stand didn't down come yeah. into his mind so that's all right he was on the spot he's only the president of the United States
2: where on the spot decisions matter but that's okay you well can and, stand up for him okay so Joe Biden is going to be much better at that right <laughs> <laughs> you got me there okay tuning into on the mark tomorrow morning to see if either mark or joe can justify the hot garbage we just watched for the last 90 minutes i don't care what your political affiliation is but if you think either of these two men are the absolute best for our country that it has to offer as commander-in-chief that's a scary thought tonight's debate was anything Uh, anything other than a debate, two grown men should be able to collectively and respectfully discuss the topics that affect the citizens of this nation. That didn't happen tonight. There's not enough wine in my cellar for another one of these debates.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least you have a cellar.
2: But, you know, he brings up a good point. I mean, both of them bear responsibility for the tone it took and both of their campaigns signed the agreement. Even if Joe Biden had just said, look, I'm not getting into this, I signed an agreement that this is the way I would behave here tonight, and this is the way I'm going to behave. Well, and I blame,
1: really, Chris Wallace. He should have just really? seized control and, and said, look, this is the way he it's tried. going. He tried. No, I don't think so. I, I think he interrupted him, well, probably a hundred times, but I, I think it's really critical. It's, a, it's a, It was a missed opportunity. He could have really stood down and said, look, you're not going to be able to speak unless you stand down and be quiet. You a moderator does whatever it takes. I mean, I've moderated many things, and you've moderated hundreds of events. You control the room. That's what you're asked to do by whomever you put you up to it, and that's what that's what you do. Chris failed. It's not. It's not an insult. He's one of the best journalists there is, and he was objective the whole night. No, but he favored I've... neither Trump nor Biden that I detected, which is very difficult to do. But as a moderator, well, I think he the moderator states control. the
2: ground rules up front and then expects the candidates to live by them, or the audience. I remember doing one that was particularly contentious, and I told the audience, if you erupt into cheers and catcalls, we're here to learn. We're not here to scream and yell. We'll stop the debate. Mm-hmm. And they behaved the entire time. That must have been Sherwood
1: and Carney. It was. <laughs> <laughs> At Bucknell. Right. I remember it well, only 20 short years ago.
2: All right. Uh, read the email, and then we got a call already. Uh, Comey testified yesterday virtually for the Senate Judiciary Committee. Very poor performance, very informative to the agenda against the Trump administration before and during the first months. Major network coverage NBC, CBS, ABC, zero minutes and zero sections. Seconds, rather, not relevant to the narrative of the press. I guess. Good point. Mm, I saw a little of it last night on NBC, so they covered a couple
1: minutes of it, but uh, uh, I, I didn't watch the whole package, but I looked up and that's what they were covering. All right, Bob, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark.
12: Oh, good morning. Uh, I guess I'm, I i do not know if I can phrase this correctly, but I did watch, actually last night, I watched C-SPAN, the replay of the Comey hearings. Now, Years ago in my business, I had a professional thief as a customer and we had some frank discussions and he he actually was aware of what he was. And I asked him about, don't you have any conscience on this situation? And he said, I was raised so that it really doesn't bother me at all. No. Now I watched the hearings and call me Fits that description to a T. He has no conscience whatsoever, of right or wrong. Whatever benefits him is just wonderful. And the, the demeanor of the Democrat questioners. You ask some. You keep asking, do the then the Democrats have anybody better than Biden to put up? Well, we watched the candidates. Uh, debates for the for the Democrats, and there was nobody in that debate that, that, that fit that bill. And I watched the senators, the Democratic senators grill, I, I should put that in quotes, grill call me. And that was <laughs> Feinstein, Dick Durbin, uh, the guy from Rhode Island, and a couple of other new there and uh, the one from Hawaii. And none of them, none of them, Fit the bill of decent human beings. So that is what the Democrats bring to the table every time they come to the table.
8: Okay.
1: Well, and you know that's your viewpoint. A lot of people feel any one of those individuals you just named would be better than Joe Biden, and of course, all of them probably lockstep would say he'd be better than Trump. And when you saw in 2016 the campaign of 16 Republicans that were gathered at that stage, or just go back four years earlier to Mitt Romney, any one of those Republicans would be better than Trump in the mind of some folks. I mean, everybody has an opinion on this, but uh, yeah. Well, you, in I,
12: 2016, I was a cruise I was a cruise fan. I, I thought
8: Cruz would be the guy. But, and I was not a Trump fan
1: at the time. But Why don't they run then, Ted? It's too bad they didn't run Ted Cruz instead of Donald Trump this year. I saw Ted Cruz, ver, ver I'm going to say, versus Chris Cuomo last night on CNN, and uh, Ted had him for lunch, basically. Chris tried to, Of course, Chris interrupts him before he could say a real statement that was mm-hmm. true and would have shut down whatever Chris was talking about. But uh, uh, he held his own and did a super job.
12: Yes, Ted Cruz is, uh, uh, is far and above just about anybody.
1: Well, and it's the new Ted Cruz, too, not not the old stodgy, uh, well, mean well, one. <laughs> well,
12: then, and again, at the time uh, when Trump was running in 2016, okay, the media, for ratings, backed Trump, basically. Now, I, know, I know you probably don't agree with that, but they, they cut Ted Cruz down quite frequently. They wanted Trump to run because they figured there was no chance that he had beat Hillary Clinton, and that's, and that's <laughs> the way that they did that.
1: How'd that work out? But they got
12: their they got their lunch handed to them,
1: too, didn't they? Yep, yep absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that all re- relates all the way back to the RGB conversation that Cindy said, that she should have stepped down under President Obama's last year. That way, they could have put somebody young back on the court, and, uh, you know, hopefully that that would last throughout the potential Trump administration. But, of course, nobody thought for even a heartbeat that President Trump was going to be uh, elected. All right. Thank you yeah, so much, Bob. Appreciate nice, that. Bob. Lance, last caller before a quickie break. You are on the mark.
8: Hey there, guys. Why, you know, anytime anybody mentions militia groups, they always put the word racist in there. Well, nothing is further from the truth.
6: <laughs> I mean, I
8: r- rub shoulders with some folks that uh, are really, uh, you know, right into uh, paramilitary stuff.
1: What You mean like the Pennsylvania militia is not racist? What's that? is that what you're talking about you say militia groups aren't racist so who, what do you mean
8: well every they every time you hear militia the word militia group they always say a racist
2: well the left always says that
8: yeah I know and people I can believe that but I was in that uh, type of uh, atmosphere for a long time and when I was out stumping for uh, Ben Carson I found two racists of them, and I can define that as somebody you say you ought to w- vote for this guy, he totally mirrors everything you've ever said you've stood for politically, and then says, I can't vote for the guy, he's black. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a racist,
1: right? Okay? Ben Carson was who was it? It was an observation uh, four years ago that said Ben Carson would be president if he'd be white, if well, he were white. I we talked about that on this well, show.
8: Well, yeah, yeah, I know, and I believe it was one of those who said that, too. But uh, what I'm saying is that uh, you hate to tar people like that. I mean, these are, well, people will go out and blow away a thousand rounds in an afternoon through a belt-fed full-auto machine gun <laughs> and just have fun.
1: Legally owned, of course. Absolutely. So you're talking about militia groups, which are folks that are generally armed, uh, and uh, there is a Pennsylvania militia. We hear from them time to time. They've been on this show. They've been on our Sunrise Show, uh, uh, not in recent years, but occasionally, and they kind of stand guard at various functions and so on.
8: Yeah, that's correct. You're not going to find her. Oh, yeah, they're not white supremacists.
1: Well, I mean, they may be, but that's not their shtick, so to speak. All right, thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate the Mm -hmm. call. Anything else? Um, All right. Other
8: than uh, old, uh, <clears throat> other than old Biden uh, trying to uh, pawn himself off as being old Joe Lunchbox, and he he, he didn't uh, turn in his uh, tax uh, return where he made the forty million, though, and how he handled that, <laughs> I thought that was funny. But anyway, have a fine day, guys. You too. Hey, uh, Take thank care. Thank you so
1: much. Yeah, one of our listeners sent me a text saying, oh, my gosh, that's hilarious and so, so true. It was President Trump's interruptions that saved Joe <laughs> Biden before he could get into any of his major, major gaffes. Interesting. All right. Thank you. 1-800-795-9565. 9565 we got open lines, a slew of texts, and an email. We'll be right back.
5: I've never forgotten everything
8: that they've done for me, you've done for me, but not just for me, but for the country. You are literally, not figuratively, the backbone of America.
1: Yeah, that is Joe Biden. Yesterday, said he got his points across. He had been interrupted. Uh, he says a hundred and fourteen times the night before, and as a result, had to use his trip yesterday in his various locations in Western Pennsylvania to, to explain uh, his love for the labor movement and other things he didn't get across. Hey, we invite you to visit SunburyMotors.com to see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select your perfect vehicle, purchase it online right from your home, and they invite you to do as I've done. Go there, kick the tires. Actually, they'll probably frown on every single car. My toe would probably hurt, but uh, they have hundreds of Fords, dozens of Hyundais, quite a few Kias on 11 and 15, and the Lincoln cars and trucks are all lined up and ready to go. Uh, they're a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. Go to the Quick Lane. Uh, you can get pumped up with nitrogen, get your inspection, get your alignment, get your body fixed, and uh, all the while you're waiting a short time, you can go up. Are you okay, buddy? I Get your body fixed. <laughs> on your car. I'll okay. do, get your mind out of the gutter.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, believe me, I could use some adjustments to mine. <laughs> Clearly.
1: They are a master towing service with decades of damage-free experience, and they would just love to super-serve you in the way that they have super-served hundreds of thousands of people over the past uh, century plus, and they would just love to chit-chat with you at the Sunbury Motor Company. A lot of these conversations today start mm-hmm. out at www. they got online specials there, and you can also Find out the value of your trade-in before you even show up. They would love to help you. Uh, Joe, you got well, your we got got lots out of, for yes, you. Yes, Go we ahead. got
2: lots of texts, 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 texts. How many times does Trump have to denounce white supremacists? He's done it many times. When is Biden going to denounce the Antifa and BLM, Black Lives Matter, anarchists destroying democratically controlled cities? Neither Biden or Harris has denounced them, but instead have asked for donations to help bail them out of jail. So I guess Biden and Harris are supporters of anti-American anarchists. Neither Biden, or Harris have any business being in the White House. And then Hillary Clinton is the only one that colluded with the Russians in 2016. She ordered the smear against Trump to cast down on the Trump administration if he won, which he did. The intel communities knew about Clinton and took it up the chain of command all the way to the Oval Office and to President Obama. And gee, where is the proof that the Trump organization is making money off the position of the President of the United States? My understanding of the situation is that the Trump organization has lost money, not gotten rich like the Biden family getting rich. Uh, let's see, getting rich from using Daddy Biden's name and position. And, Mark, if any one of the Republicans in 2016 were better than Trump, they would have been the candidate. I like Cruz, but there is absolutely no way he could have withstood the excrement that's being thrown at Trump. No Republican could have. They probably wouldn't
1: have, have as much because uh, Donald Trump brings 90% of it on himself. A, a, a more, uh, let's see, diplomatic individual wouldn't be as much of a lightning rod.
2: So, Hillary Cruz and uh, Hillary... Uh, Hillary and Ted Cruz, who wins?
1: I think Hillary would have beat him.
2: Probably, I do too. So I think that that that's kind of a. So move Trump point. was the
1: right person if the Republicans wanted it in. So well, they wanted
2: sure. a, a change agent, you know. But right. Cruz Dream would like, swamp. That was like a, more that of was the a same. Great slogan. He might be. He might be the candidate in four years.
1: Donald Trump no, Jr. Cruz. Says, oh, Cruz. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah it, he's making a lot of appearances. Amazing not how Paul was left to ramble on uninterrupted. If that had been me, I would have been interrupted many times and my sound cut off. Sad on the mark. Well, that's Signed, true, Tom.
1: but uh, as we've discussed, uh, Paul was adding uh, information, uh, factual information from 2016. I mean, there's no refuting it, so we're not really going to interrupt him. And you say he context. wasn't making claims.
2: He was providing some context to the discussion that we were having. So you know, he wasn't making statements that were partisan, highly partisan in nature. He was just recounting some things that uh, appear to be facts. As opposed to Tom. Oh, well, Tom's, Tom's a very, got very strong opinions, and I love hearing from him, even though we do a time to time to argue with him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's always right, too. That's the best part of when uh, uh, he sends his Tom's message. Tom's
2: a good caller, and I like his opinions. I don't agree with them, but I like hearing him express them. Yeah, you just said that. Right. I think you're repeating. I'm going to repeat that again
1: WKOK Sunbury.